Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Touchdown, Arkansas! Oh, my! Clint Sterner is brought to you by Motorsports Authority. With two great locations and hundreds of vehicles to choose from. Sterner, very confident. Throwing down the middle. Oh, this Clint Sterner is putting on a show. Check them out or visit online at msastore.com. Play fake. Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. Oh. Wide open receiver. It's Cobb towards the end zone. Touchdown. I will say this before we get Clint on or as we bring Clint on. I have not said this in a long time, probably ever. I don't think there's a game on the schedule Arkansas can't win this year. Let me bring Clint Sterner in here on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Hello, Clint. How are you? I'm doing well, man. How you guys doing? We are awesome. We're at War Memorial Stadium today. We're hanging out, setting the stage for a tailgate party that's happening here tonight. Muskie Harris and his friends are putting it on. There is his air horn, 50 bucks. It's a buffet. It's some fun. they got some music. And then tomorrow you can come back here and park for 40 bucks, and they'll shuttle you up to the stadium. So it's a uh, fundraiser for Muskie's rehab service, and uh, we appreciate what he does and certainly appreciate Globe Life and Jason Everett and his group and their support of the effort today. But uh, we want people to come out and have fun. And um, Clint, you know, we've been talking a lot about the, the upcoming season here, so do you have a pick on the number of victories you expect your alma mater to gain this year? Look, I've got them at I've got them at nine, man. I'm I'm typically pretty conservative when it comes to this. I think nine is pretty aggressive for me, if I'm being honest. But you know, I I, I think I got them at eight, and then you and that is excluding the four game run of LSU, A and M, Ole Miss, and Alabama. And I think they can at the very least get one of those. I'm not as high on LSU as as everybody else is. Um, as long as Jaden Daniels is taking snaps there, I, I think they're a beatable football team. Um, if you keep him from running around the field, making stay in the pocket, making throw the football, then, then you got a chance to beat LSU any way you slice it. Um, A&M, look, I think A&M, I'm higher on A&M than most people, but again, the all point, y'all had this conversation before. I like the Wegman kid. I, I like the, the thought of him and Bozzatrino together, but just like Alabama and, and some of these other schools in the SEC, these big boys, Georgia, we don't know what the hell their quarterback can or can't do if we're being completely honest. So I'm a little higher on Texas A&M but, uh, than most, but but I do believe they're a beatable football team. Ole Miss, um, I believe they're a very beatable football team. And Alabama doesn't have a quarterback. And Alabama's Alabama. They're going to be tough any way you slice. you got to have some luck to fall your way. But I, I agree with your very bold statement right there, uh, Justin, and I, I have not thought about it until you said it. But this is the first time in a long time that, that I've looked at an Arkansas schedule and, and said they they could every game that they play they could very well win. And there were so you know, there were a number of years there where you felt like there were maybe only, you know, four or five games that they would even have a shot in. So it's a good feeling and obviously it's a testament to the program and the way that they're building things, plus obviously the talent they've got. Um, you know, we we talked about areas of concern, Clint, as we're about to kick things off here in just over twenty four hours. Um, you you know, knowing what you've known from camp, and Wes, you can weigh in here, and I've been following camp closely too, what gives you the most pause today? Is it the corners? Is it the offensive line? Or is it something else? Well, you know, I'll be honest with you. I'm not – I mean, we've seen Arkansas win, win games 
without great corner play. Um, I mean, I'm obviously concerned. I'm, I'm concerned with the corners. Hell, I'm concerned with the linebackers. I'm concerned with the wide receivers and tight ends. I'm concerned with the O-line. I mean, there's just a lot of unknown with this football team. And I think I think speculation will, will will maybe ease some concerns, but we don't know we don't know what what's going to come out when they take the field. I, I think that's what's the beauty. Last time I was with you guys, Wes asked about uh, playing a, a team like Western Carolina out of the gate. Like, what 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 can you learn? Well, I mean, just that. I mean, what you know? How how good we've been blessed with all American caliber linebackers. I mean, I mean, I mean, I know Drew Morgan was the one, but if you look at Bumper Fool, let's. I mean, it's not it's not crazy to, to talk about him being one of the better linebackers in America. And then and, and the Drew Sanders kid, hell, I watched him the other night as a rookie of the NFL lighting it up for Denver. So, I mean, we've been blessed with great linebacker play. It's one thing to talk about these guys and men to practice well, but it's another thing when you strap it up. I mean, what if those guys should dominate. Whoever's going to be the, the, the big dogs, whoever's going to be that next great linebacker at, at Arkansas – you know, they got to start showing it against Western Carolina. So, I mean, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have one, like, overwhelming concern. I've got I've got several unknown concerns for me. But the Western Carolina game is perfect. We talked about the wide receivers and the tight ends. we got a lot. We got guys that look really good on paper. we got guys that in spring ball and, and scrimmages and two-a-days, boy, they, they put up some numbers. They make big plays. But who's the Drew Morgan that's going to consistently go out there and play above his head, right, and just be a flat-out playmaker? I mean, and Traylon Burks and Anthony Lucas, those are all the guys that it's easy to throw the Marcus Moss around because they're 6'4", and they're big-bodied guys, and, you know, they, they win one-on-one battles. They don't always come in that shape. What about the Drew Morgan kind? Like, what was the, that, that guy that just constantly is in the right place at the right time, and he makes plays in monster moments. There's a lot of guys to pick from on this team, wide receiver, tight end, but who are they going to be? Western Carolina game should show us some of that. So I've got – I know it's a long-winded answer once again. Imagine yeah. that coming from me. But I've got concerns across the board. Clint Sterner joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Did you watch the Florida game last night, Clint, and does that give you any more hope or confidence for Arkansas in the swamp for the first time ever trying to pull off a victory? I've only watched the highlights. I had a Texans, a Texans premier event last night that I was out. And they believe it or not, they didn't have TVs in the building. So, uh, I didn't get to see it. I did watch the highlights, but that definitely, I mean, Nate, Napier of Florida is, is, I mean, a make or break year for him. I mean, I heard y'all talking about the buyout for him. I and mean, that's ultimately where he's, where he's at right now. That, that gave me from, from a, a, uh, level of concern with this schedule. Florida at Florida. Hell, I tried to play at Florida one time. It wasn't pretty. No, they were coming off the national championship year, and they beat the brakes off of us. But um, that's a tough place to play. But but what we saw last night, um, I, I would not have been able to say what we just – or had the discussion that we just had about the record, um, you know, a week ago. I would have considered at Florida probably a loss for Arkansas. I expected them to be better. But they're, they're clearly um, at least one game's worth they're, they're not going in the right direction. So I, I like our Arkansas to beat Florida, as we just discussed, and it's based off the performance last night. Hmm. I look at this offense, and, and Clint hit on a great point. Last year, they, they, they hit on the portal. They got Matt Landers and Jaden Hazelwood that led the team in receptions. After watching college games last night, I saw how important it is that you have to have some a game-breaker at wide receiver. You've got to have somebody – 
that can have chunk plays, that's a threat to, to open up your offense. And that's to me, that's one of the things I'm very excited about watching tomorrow is who is that guy? Because they had to go in the, in, into the portal. I know they got a couple of freshmen, and you got Isaiah Satania, a couple of young guys, but they need those portal guys, whether it's a Tesla or Ar- Armstrong or Broden. One of those, Clint, has got to be the game-breaker for Arkansas this year to be a truly explosive offense. I don't think you can just do it with the running backs and KJ. No, no, I agree. I mean, you've got a huge advantage with the running backs and KJ to create some one-on-one opportunities, to create some huge voice in the secondary to make plays. But here's the deal. This is why I remember Sam Pittman, um, two things he said last year from media days was, the, the, in Kendall Brown's offense, they were going to they were going to go receiver by committee, and I thought that's that's not going to work. You don't that, that all you're doing is telling me you don't have a playmaker. You got a bunch of guys that can, that can play receiver that look good in pads and can run a little bit, but you don't have a playmaker that you have a ton of confidence in. And that's how it ended up ended up working out. Bryant worked out a little bit um, um, down the you know down the stretch there, but um, they they just didn't have a playmaker. I, I'm I, what I'm looking for West is. The guy, and, and again, in Western Carolina, you're probably not going to get a whole lot of run from the top to top receivers. The game goes the way that you hope it goes. You'll probably get three quarters worth um, is the way you hope it would work out. But I'm looking for the guys that can catch the ball that's not thrown perfectly. I mean, hell, I mean, we, we can go out there, guys, and sit in a void and catch the ball that hits us right in the chest. We can all go out there and we can play catch. And boy, if that quarterback hits me in stride, I can catch it and, and turn up the field and lay down for three or four yards. But the guy that, that that effortlessly catches the, the high ball or the ball behind him or effortlessly goes that sideline on the ball that's errantly thrown high, um, you know, the, the guy that adjusts on a go route that's underthrown and keeps his body the way that Anthony Lucas did for me a million times to Arkansas, keeps his body between the defender and the ball and goes and makes the play. Like, who is that guy going to be? So you're right, Wes, whether it's a transfer or it's one of these, one of these young uh, scholarship guys, who, who is that guy that's going to be huge for Danny Enos? Because his offense, while they're going to run it, and they're going to, they're going to run it downhill, and that's, they're going to, they got their bell cow, um, they're hopefully going to use KJ in similar fashion that we've seen in the past. They're still going to have to be somebody out wide that, that the quarterback can depend on consistently. That guy's yet to emerge. Clint, the uh, premier game of the weekend, LSU, Florida State. Uh, and if it lives up to last year, it should be dramatic. And we're well, both these teams. That was the team, too, Pigskin. I was trying to remember. Hit Florida State fourth. Desmond Howard picked uh, hmm. Alabama as his number one team with Michigan second, Texas third, which I thought was a curveball, and Florida State fourth. Um, what do you like here? How much do you like Florida State? And, and you obviously are not huge on, on Daniels for LSU. I was a little surprised. Wes and I kind of looked at each other like, hmm, interesting. A lot of people have him as the top quarterback in the league. You're obviously not a fan. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not a fan. I, I stood on the side. I watched him a lot last year. Uh, I stood on the sideline and watched him in Fayetteville. And you just, you're, I mean, I, there's that was one of Arkansas is one of the worst defenses that that we've seen on a college football field last year, especially versus the pass. And and uh, I mean, he he was a non-factor. Uh, I mean, I mean, to be honest with you, if the Perkins kid doesn't step up and play like the best player in college football at that point in time, they don't win that ball game. They lose to an Arkansas football team that was reeling and had a terrible defense at that point in time. So um, I, I just can't buy into Jaden Daniels. Look, I, I know I know he, he, he made a play in, in the Alabama game and played well in the Alabama game, and they, and they won that ball game. But, hell, a and beat Alabama a couple years ago, and they've done nothing but disappoint since. So 
why LSU is going to be they're, they're going to be one of the better teams in the SEC just because they got dudes. I, I just don't believe that that Jaden Daniels is the guy when when the the, the uh, playing field level when you got the same type of dude across the field from you and it, it's a it's an even match. I just I think in Jaden Daniels put a position to be the difference. I, I think they're going to lose more of those games than they win. Hell, I, I'll be honest with you. I think Nussmeier is a better quarterback for that football team than Jaden Daniels is. I, I think all the LSU hype and the and the, the Jaden Daniels Heisman Trophy, uh, you know, preseason thought. I, I think that I think that's nuts, man. I get it. It's LSU. It's Brian Kelly. They're easy to like. They're 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 reliable. But I I don't see it to that. To that degree. Now, on the flip side of it, Jordan Travis, the kid at, at Florida State. Yep. Uh, I haven't followed Florida State real closely, and, and, and so if he's banged up or something, let me know. But that's the kid to me that if you want to talk about making a run and being a Heisman dark horse, that, that's one of the guys. You know, yeah. Sam Hartman at Notre Dame is a, is a Heisman dark horse. Those are the kind of dark horse guys that I'm looking at, not Jaden Daniels. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Clint, before we let you go, favorite memory from War Memorial for you personally? Oh wow, man! There were some good ones, man. Catching, catching—I tell you, as an old quarterback, catching two passes. I caught a pass from Oscar Malone my uh, <laughs> freshman year against LSU and got caught. Almost scored, got caught before on the one yard line. And then I caught a, a throwback pass from Chris Chikuma against Kentucky. Boy, those are going to be hard to beat, man. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember either one of those. I did wild. not know this. I love that. That's a good trivia question. How many catches does Clint Turner have? In, how many do you have in your career? I think those are it, brother. <laughs> I think that's it. I love it. Um, no, I, I mean, probably, you know, when we, I don't even know if it, it may have been the same damn game, guys, but but the beating Kentucky uh, mm-hmm. after the lights went out, you know, that was Hal Mummy and Mike Leach and Tim Couch and, you know, those guys were, were picked. They were, they were, they, were, they picked the, to shock the world because of that crazy offense they had, and they were a good football team for us to beat them. Uh, I believe that was '98, but but for us to beat them that year at Little Rock, that place was nuts, man. I'm gonna tell you, I just Justin, you know this. You and I've talked about it up for the last ten or twelve years, man. Um, there's nothing like the atmosphere in, in Little Rock, Arkansas, when that thing's rolling, rolling. When you got the program rolling right. Um, there's nothing like the, the, the atmosphere in Little Rock. Now it's changed. I, I, I think everybody there feels a little bit, a little bit uh, dismissed, for lack of better terms. So it's yeah. probably not the atmosphere it used to be. Before there was a time when, damn, that was that was. Uh, I, those were the, the from a crowd perspective and a loud, you know, how, a noise perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, Little Rock was by far the craziest and loudest yeah. that, that I played in versus Fayetteville. Listen, from uh, Clint's mouth to uh, Mike Leach's to God's ears, I'm not going to argue with either one of those guys. Buddy, I appreciate you. Enjoy the weekend. I know you got plenty going on. We will catch up next Monday. You got it, guys. Y'all be good. Go home.